Uh, welcome everybody to Con Culture Podcast. We are back. Hello. Um, before we give our spoilerly spoilery review, we got more stuff to talk about this week. Um, but we are still, make no mistake, riding the high from the premiere last week that we're going to talk about, and will probably be the majority of the show. Uh, it's all we've talked about for the past week, I, all, just amongst ourselves. I've seen it twice, and I want to go see it more. I'm so I'm, into that movie. It was. I don't think there's been a day you don't go by going. They call him Gorgon. I'm just walking around. Anytime somebody aggravates me or frustrates me in any capacity, I'm like, you bald-headed demon. Glory to Haruman. Oh, it's one of my favorite lines. I've, there's so many quotables in that movie. So much. I'm, I'm, I'm just we'll all for it. into that. Yeah, but we'll get into that. Before we dive into anything else and get anything else, should we get into a, an app real quick and go live? Oh, we should go live. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, we should go live on TikTok. I'm going to pull up my phone and mess with my electronics. What is it? Oh, I was already going to start watching TikTok. I bet you it was a thirst trap, too. It's always a thirst trap when your like, phone opens. It's like, uh, With that yeah. Sam, that Sam Smith song. What's there's a what? At the body shop. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, there's no way you're watching any content that is wholesome, informative, With or like yeah. If that song's on, you know what you're watching. Everybody looks over at you like. You, you looking at an ass, ain't you? You paying way you too much attention. That thirst trap. That's a thirst trap. All your business out there on Front Street. <laughs> messed up, man. Come on, TikTok. Doing me dirty like that. <coughs> Let's see. Black Panther spoiler review. Like a week late. But, <laughs> but I feel it's it's a good time because you give people get more time. Yeah, you give yeah. people plenty of time. Because most people are doing their spoilery reviews like on Sunday. Like what if I had to work all That's weekend, like... goddammit? Exactly. <laughs> you get no chill. All right. I need to get one of those Vivo or Vervo like mounts. I don't know if you've seen the ads for that. Oh. That thing looks looks interesting. The Vervo Vivo. All right. I'm live on TikTok. Trey, you want to get in here and join me? I will. You see, I'm refreshing. It is refreshing to be on. Oh, there you are. There you Am are. Am I here? There we go. Yeah. I joined. I'm inviting. I'm inviting you to my life. Oh, except. Let me turn on my camera. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. All right. You bald headed demon. Yeah, no, this is. I am work. a bald headed demon. Like my, my freaking. Because my phone was dying and my charger is like. Mm. So I can't, like, charge. I need a wireless charger. That's what I need. All right, we're just going to try to see how long... Bougie chargers. We're going to see how long we can stay live with the battery life I have. And uh, Keep an eye on it. Yeah. Hoping for the best. But we're here. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're in Facebook groups. We're everywhere. Um, So, again, welcome to Con Culture Podcast. We got some con news, don't we, Trey? We have a lot yes, to cover. Do. But Something super. We always start off with con news. And yes, it is super, Trey. The Superhero Car Show and Comic Con has tickets on sale now. So if you want to get the lowest prices you're going to get for this show, now is the time to get That's your tickets, time. get your VIP packages. And I know what you're saying, but I don't even know who I'd guess are going to be there. How do I know if I want to go? First of all, it's an amazing show. You're going to want to go. Second of all, when have they ever had a show that didn't have A-list talent? Yeah, Bobo is never disappointed. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think ever. he's going to start disappointing now. Bobo always delivers the biggest stars. Last year, Haley Atwell, Simu. Um, we had uh, Giancarlo. Like, there was so Ian many. McGregor. Ian McGregor. Yeah, yeah, so I, I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. It started off with Ben oh, Affleck okay. and Jason Momoa, Ray Fisher. So, yeah, don't worry. You're going to get your money's worth at this con. To me, like, that that show was, this this past year's show was it getting back on its feet again after the pandemic. Yes. So, you know it's only going to get oh, better, yeah. even like, even with the list. 
because finally all these star schedules are getting back on schedule and everything. Like they can actually do events like these they again. They are. They are actually Fan Expo. Uh, not to interrupt into this story, but that reminds me, Fan Expo just signed an exclusive deal with mm. shit. I'm for, I'm drawing Joseph Quinn. Oh, Stranger nice. Eddie. So Eddie you will only see Eddie at a Fan Expo show. It's an exclusive appearance deal with Fan Expo headquarters who are always so kind and generous to us, always so nice, giving us access to Fan Expo Dallas, Fan Expo Denver. Nothing but good things about him at the cons. Like, he's just the sweetest person. Like, if anything, like, I'm trying to remember what event it was. I think it was in the UK or maybe here in the States, yeah. but the staff were getting upset with him because he was taking too long talking with his fans. Yeah. It's like, fuck he's, off. I want to talk with my he's fans. He's the kind of guy. He's so sweet and definitely all about the fans. But the Superhero Car Show has announced their first guest, for the 2023 year, and it's going to be Tony Parker of the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, will be the, the first. champ, the goat. Will be the That's first. Why he's the goat. The French goat. He's the French Michael Jordan. Yes. They call him. So yes. yeah, I love me some Tony. I love me some Superhero Car Show. So I'm, I'm excited for this this con, and I know it's going to be great. We're going to be there regardless of what the guest list looks like. So. I'm pumped for it. I'm excited. But that's not the only con news. There's more con news that is closer. The closest one is Los Angeles Comic Con just released their guest list. And we're talking Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, like fandoms from all over. Sean Astin, Elijah Wood. Uh, we're going to have several Power Rangers there. They're approximating. Don't me, I'm you. It's going to be December 2nd through the 4th. In Los Angeles, and of course, you're in Los Angeles, you're going to have some huge stars. So they have a huge... Oh, yeah. ...145,000 people are going to attend the con. So we're Man. talking the largest comic con in the country, attendance-wise, is what Jeez. they're estimating. And yeah, we were unable to go this year. They were super sweet and kind and giving us press access. We just weren't able to, but we definitely told them we'd be telling people about it. And that's exactly life and the universe just said not, not, not this year. year. <laughs> Inflation was like land the plane. Yeah. Land the plane. But that's yeah. all right. We're still gonna talk them up. We still can't wait to go. Hopefully we get the opportunity next year. Uh Los Angeles Comic Con. Amazing stuff. But there is something nearby we might be able to drive to. Huh? Very close. San Marcos, a few hours away. Echi Expo. I think that's how you pronounce it. Echi Expo yeah. is December 9th through the 11th. This is an 18 and up only expo. A lot of, a lot of spicy cosplays. From a what lot I hear. of spicy cosplays. Some very, very nice cosplayers and great art. If you're a fan of the hentai, I think that's what they call it. Um, yeah. yeah. If you're a friend I of... Think, I wouldn't know. You wouldn't I know? Wouldn't know? I wouldn't either. If you're a fan of the nudie sketches, then Etchy Expo is the place you need to be. San Marcos, Texas. Etchy Expo, 18 and up, only con. I always thought that concept was cool. Never been to one, but I think I might have to find a way to get there at least one of the days. It's Friday through Sunday. Just sneak in. Just sneak yeah, in. Just slide in. Just nobody notice us. Yeah. We'll yeah, the inflatables. We'll just throw out some, you know, new art out there to distract them, and they'll go running for it, and then you know, we'll just exactly. run it. Just distraction hentai cards. Yeah. Yep. And that's how you get past security, folks. Exactly. Yes. But yeah, so Etchy Expo, San Marcos. That's um, that's all the con news we have for the most part. That's what's on the radar yes, right now, the, for sure. That is what's on the radar. Um, but. I want to get your thoughts. How do you feel about expos and cons getting exclusive appearance deals with actors and actresses? I think it's great for the events mm. themselves, but for the actors and stars, I feel like it's limiting them when they could do so much more. Because I know, like, I don't mean to rap on some of these mm. stars, you know, they've kind of not they're not a-list celebrities anymore so you know they kind of depend on these cons you know make a little extra revenue besides their royalties and if they're just limited to one franchise over one brand of cons like i don't know like i'm sure they pay them very well i'm sure they they get their cuts and everything yeah. but I, I 
I would love to see Joseph Quinn at the superhero card show, but if, you know, if he's limited to fan expo, like his hands yeah. are tied. Yeah. He, he can only do those shows and he can only be there. Yeah. It, it, granted fan expo has like six or seven, maybe eight shows now. And I think it's going worldwide, right. but like, it's a good one to be a part of for mm-hmm. sure. At the same time, there's also so many other conventions that happen throughout yeah. the year. Yes, but that's kind of the decision they've made. I think, like you said, it has its pros and cons. Yes, you get yeah. this guaranteed guest that'll be at all your shows exclusively through you, so it gives you an exclusive draw, but the larger Comic-Con uh, scene does suffer from it. But it seems to be happening with just larger A-list talent or talent that's in high demand. It doesn't right. seem like it's affecting, you know, some of the other talent that, like you said, really depends on the con scene. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes if this starts a trend of just buying up exclusive celebs. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either, but we'll have to. Actually, like you said, if you have multiple events throughout the year, it's like, yeah, like that's that's really smart on their part yeah, to do it that. It makes sense. It makes sense. We've already seen. Hints of that with Fan Expo, with the Hobbits appearing in Dallas, and then again appearing in Colorado, and then the, I think it was Boston. Like they were all over the Fan Expo yeah. scene. So, yeah, I think it makes sense for them because they have so many shows in so many cities to give you a nice draw on every one of those. Um, but that's it for the con news. Now, where we're probably going to spend the majority of our time is in Black Panther. Okay. We're diving, We're diving into the spoilers. Into this tier fest of a film. Into right. the spoilers. This is this is your warning. If you haven't seen this film, you, you may want to like come back in about, I don't know, 10, 15 yeah. minutes. I would come back in 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Hold on. We have a comment here in the chats saying, can't hear you, no sound. That's which is odd, because I just checked after reading that. Hmm. Let me double yeah, check. No, I can hear us on Twitch. I hear us just. I thought I heard us just fine on Twitch. Nope, I can't hear us on, on the Twitch? Twitch. What's going on, Twitch? Jesus. I can hear us on Facebook. Uh-uh. Yeah, something's going on here. Why hmm. Twitch? Hmm. We're going to have to stop the presses here. Oh, now he's saying he can hear us. Okay. I see how it is. I can't hear it, though. Like, I'm trying to listen to the Are live, and I can't hear it. I... Yeah. So now I can't tell if he's joking about joking. Like, I don't know I, what to believe I, anymore. He's, he's, he's joking, obviously. I checked. Okay. I checked Facebook. I checked Twitch. I checked everything. It must be my settings. I mean, because, like, I have, I have Twitch playing I know, in I the can background. I can hear myself can't hear. echoing but, through your Twitch. But, oh, well. As long as you can hear it, that's all that matters. Yeah. I did turn up my volume, sir, and I it's can't hear it, but that doesn't matter. My head. I, our speech is on delay, and I'm hoping that the the mic is not like... But all right. Final warning. If you have not seen Wakanda Forever yet, turn away. Come back in a few minutes, because we are going to dive into this with tons of spoilers. Yeah. You ready, sir? I'm ready. I'm ready to cry, because that movie was... I haven't stopped crying. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. That's my secret. I'm, always, I'm crying, always crying. For sure. Um, that movie for me. Right out the gate. Was. Yeah. I think that's the biggest takeaway is that the. It starts so fast. Like I wasn't yeah. expecting this movie to just boom. We got to face it right out the gate. And the title. First of all, the title card. Oh, it doesn't even start with oh. that title card, actually. That's right. We just come in, and no. and Shuri's in prayer. We're in the lab. She's in prayer, which is not Shuri's thing. She is very science-based, not in into the whole faith, and doesn't really believe in the ancestral plane too much. Like She has her doubts. She puts her faith yeah. in science. So to see Shuri praying, and that's how we're starting this, 
that kind of establishes the severity of the situation. And she's trying to replicate the herb because we find out T'Challa's dying. And it's a mysterious illness. He kept it from everyone. And now it's coming. And she's trying to do it. She's using all her intellect. She's panicking. She's about 25% there. She tries it. And then you see Angela Bassett too walk late. in. Too late. And I love how like her coworkers and like her like her people are like, you need to go be by his yes. side. And she's literally like, I need everyone out. I can't think right now. Everybody get out. Like, I need this has yeah. to work. And it's just her and her AI. And then the queen walks in and the acting from Angela Bassett oh. in this movie. Throughout the whole movie. Was yeah. Ugh, but that set the tone when she like asks her AI, which is voiced by Trevor Noah. I did not know that. That oh, was yeah. awesome. The Wakandan Siri. But uh it was it was so chilling because when she asked for his heart rate, like it sinks in. He doesn't even answer. Yeah, it sinks in. And and you know that And then just silence. Yeah. Yeah, so we we cut from there, we cut to the title card. And the whole theater's, like, you could hear a pin drop. You just see the title card, and it's like, what, 20, 30 seconds moment of silence while the title card's coming? It's the the traditional length of the Marvel intro, you know, flashes of all the comics, different characters, but it's just all Chadwick. Chadwick. It's all our king, T'Challa. And right there, that's when they started for me. That's when it got real. Like it was just like he's yeah. gone, and it just it just dived more into that that emotion. Just he's gone, he's not coming back. Funeral scene. Oh, I'm sorry. I think the Beautiful. title card came after the funeral scene. No, no. I didn't. Okay. No, I don't. I, yeah, I remember correctly. It's but either way, we get right. the funeral next, and that again was more intensity. You could see the beauty of Wakanda. It was a great. A representation of tradition, celebration of life. Everyone's draped, uh, draped in white and just powerful imagery. The mural on the wall. Like, it was a celebration of Chadwick. But obviously, there were tears. People were crying all throughout the theater. I could hear the sniffles. and the <laughs> I was fighting it so hard until the moment that broke me was when... The beautiful scene where T'Challa's um, casket is like being lifted up in the air, but before that, like Shuri and the Queen are like saying their final goodbye, and then Shuri just runs back and just puts her head Clean on the casket, it. like just just clings it. Like I yeah. lost it, like absolutely lost it. Like you could tell, like she was not ready for him to that, go. That gesture is so real, and that's what this movie does a great job of is really portraying grief, because I've. I've done that before, you know, I've, I've, I've held on and gripped to losing a a lost loved one. And that is just so true. You just want to bury your face in them and like, just soak it in, like just squeeze them back to life. And to see that with the casket, dude, I was the same. I was already in tears from the title card, but that one just, you know, like when we, when we watch Endgame, you know, it's, Obviously, super sad. It's like, oh, Tony Stark's dead, but you know, Robert Downey Jr.'s not dead. And it's like, you know, there's always a chance he could come back, but you know, it's just this was definitely like the fans' way of saying goodbye to Chadwick, and it was just it's heart wrenching. Still yeah, the is. Whole, and you feel his absence throughout the whole film. The whole movie. The oh, whole yeah. film, his absence is felt. There's ramifications to the loss of it. Now the world's trying to move in on Wakanda because they think T'Challa's gone. Yeah. They have no protector. And they find out real fucking quick. Oh, that UN scene oh. with the queen like was just such a boss yes. move. Just like, and then oh, Adora Milaje just bring them in and tell them to kneel. Like, oh. Whoo! It's like here, your mercenaries that tried to steal it from was, us once again. We control vibranium, cold. not y'all. And um, what's up, Super Commandante? Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. And the uh, burrito cosplay, burrito bowl cosplay, finally saw it on Sunday. Yes. Finally saw Wakanda Forever on Sunday. Amazing film. So good. 
That's fun with the phase four. Oh, yeah. Down. And it was the serious tone that we kind of wanted in Thor and just we yeah. wanted from Marvel because we this scale two two hours, 47 minutes or so, like a really long film felt mm. like it went by like that because I was in it. Oh, yeah. It every step of the way. So you could definitely feel Chadwick's absence throughout the entire film. You miss him so dearly. But everyone. We got another king Namur. that I'm just obsessed with. I'm just obsessed Namur. with Namur. Not general. They do not call him general. Or king. His people call him Kukulkan, the feathered serpent god. If you haven't been saying that over and over, you're not human. Like, I've been repeating that over Kukulkan. Khan just walking around the house. And I've seen so many TikToks about it too. Kukulkan. Man, Namor, the origin, oh, chef's kiss. Different from the comics. That's oh okay. I Lord. am here for it. Culturally, what it means for me and other brown skinned people, Latinx, Latin A people, it is something else, man. And they, the story touches on it so clearly. And we've been robbed of our indigenous heritage because, as you see in the film, the, the natives of the Yucatan and the entire Mexican area were enslaved and forced to assimilate into a Catholic faith that the Spaniards imposed. The conquistadors imposed it. Right, with diseases. They got rid of languages. They got rid of music. They burned codex. Like, our history was erased. So that we could never practice our traditions again and never be in touch with our roots. And then along comes this film. And there's been other representations of it. But this film, on a, yeah. on a large scale, on a mass market scale, we're talking 300 plus million opening weekend. This is big. This is huge. Disney, Marvel. I bet it's going to go up even oh, more yeah. this next week with Thanksgiving. Everyone's going to go oh, see yeah. it next week for but sure. to see this brown man on screen just kill it. Every just... way, every which way, Tinoch just slaughtered the role, stole every scene he was in. He was menacing while being charming. That is very hard to do. He was kingly. Yes. He was very regal. He was calm. Like extremely he regal. was sweet when he needed to be. But when the shit hit the fan and he needed to threaten you, his threats felt real. Like that first interaction with Shuri. Like, listen, you're you're a good person, but like, if it comes between you and my people. My people are going to come first every single yes. time. Like the first scene on the beach. He tells him, don't tell yeah. anyone about me. Like, you're, we're not enemies. I need your help here. Just get me the scientist. And then they're like, well, what if we tell them about you? And he just gets real fucking close. And I love M'Baku's clapback when they have their little council meeting. He's like, if we give this to him, like, what's not to say he's going to ask for more? Probably my second favorite character in the whole movie is M'Baku. He's, yeah. he's yeah. so wise, himself so kingly, and they end up having to rely on him heavily when Namor yeah. is Again. just done with, done with this shit and he attacks because of actions that they did to rescue Shuri. So I know we're all out of context yeah. here, but so I'll get back to the origin. His origin in this one was perfect. El Niño Sin Amor. Yes. My people call me Akukulkan, but my enemies call me Namur. And then when he tells that story, it's exactly what a, a young child would. He doesn't know the language. So he would just take a piece of whatever gibberish this conquistador was spewing at him. And he's like, Namur. All right, that's my name, Namur. You're my enemy. That's what you call me. I'm Namur. And just run with that. It was so perfect. So... It was just heartbreaking watching that, like, you know, just from the point of view of his mother the whole time, just like, she's leaving her land that she doesn't want to leave, and then she's becoming, changing her body, is terrified of what it's going to do to her and her baby. And then, of course, it makes a miracle child. And a mutant. Another confirmed yeah, the mutant. First mutant. Yeah, the first mutant in the MCU timeline. And then to not be able to see your child ever to see that land again and the last final wish like bury me where our people are from and then to go back there and just see that 
it's not your land anymore. Like it's absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Your people are in chains. Where you come from has been conquered and enslaved. That that was blood boiling to me. I was so angry because it's true. It's like, yes, this is a movie, but that actually happened historically. We were robbed of yep. our history. Our people were enslaved. We were raped. That's how you make a Mexican. You take an indigenous American, you take a Spaniard, and you force one in the other, and you have a Mexican. <laughs> and a lot of people in, in, the, in uh, Mesoamerica, South America, all the Latin-A community, that's kind of how you get the recipe. You take some Portuguese or some Spaniard, and you force rape a native, and bam, you have a Brazilian, or you have a Mexican, or Ecuadorian, you know. There's just a history of be explo exploitation for resources. And they touch on that in the movie when he's talking to Shuri. He's like, they enslaved us and took over our land and, and are actively coming after us for resources. If they hear we have vibranium, like, it's yes. over. And, and it's such a parallel to the real world where Brown countries are regularly exploited for their resources. As much as I love technology, the chips in my phone that people are watching us on, the devices they're listening to us on, those chips come from brown countries and are dug up by brown people. Those, those materials are mined by brown people who don't see the profit of their labor. Nope. So that's how civilization was made. Doesn't make it right. But it is true, and this movie tries its best to reflect that and also flip the tables. Like, what would you do if these individuals had all this power and could flip the script on you? Like, Trey? I think I lost Trey. Oh, no. Have I lost signal altogether? No. Just Trey. Okay. We'll wait on tra getting Trey back. But I will continue talking because... As, as we've joked, I never need two sides to have a conversation. I'm kind of pretty good about keeping it going. So while Trey remains frozen on the screen, I will continue harping about Tinoch Huerta and his role as Namur. He nails every scene, steals it. it the action sequences are so cool. And... One thing they were worried about, or my son was worried about, was the wings on the feet. He thought it was going to look cheesy and it wasn't going to be cool, but Trey's back with us. We're trying to get his video feed back up here. But, um, yeah, he thought I'm it was I'm so good on cool. TikTok, but not, not on Twitch. Yeah, you're good now. You're back. I just brought you okay. back into Twitch here, so you're good. I continued talking like you never left. So Okay. <laughs> right, how, like, it's, it's hard not to root for no more. Yeah, he's just such an amazing character. And we thought, my son thought the wings on the feet were going to be kind of cheesy or corny. Yeah. Because from the trailer, it kind of looks a little weird when he's hovering down. But in the film, no, it was amazing. From the first scene where he's menacing in the lightning bolt and he's just Ugh. that helicopter out of thin air, you know it's serious, man. Yeah. He establishes right out the gate, he is not T'Challa King. T'Challa King was hesitant to kill, was a noble king. Kukulkan will murder everybody if he needs to keep I love the siren safe. song that they all sing to oh. lure all the men. It's like, that just feeds into like the mermaid lore and like yes. people lore. And it's just like, I it's so it. perfect. It was, it was so cool. And so much of the Mayan tradition down to the, the pools of water because an asteroid actually hit near the Yucatan. That's the asteroid that destroyed the dinosaurs. And it formed yeah. these underwater caves where shaman would call them gateways to the gods. Because the gods in Mayan lore live underneath the sea. And it's not a hellscape like in Christian mythology. It's an underwater world where gods live. So to see that incorporated into the film is man. So that's why when they see him rise up out of this gateway to the gods, of course they're going to identify uh, Namor as Namor as a god. Oh yeah. So it makes total sense. But there's so many characters to love, like the Dora Milaje. 
amazing the whole fucking film. Like they're always Okoye is always ready for the smoke. I gave you six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's so much to love. Like we haven't even got to Riri. Riri Williams was fantastic in this. Oh shit, she got an Iron Man suit. Like, One of my favorite lines was just a beautiful little nod to Chadwick. When she says to be young, black, and talented, or gifted. Oh, to be young, gifted, and black. Yes. It's like that was a beautiful little nod to Chadwick. Yep, yep. I loved it. I caught it, and I loved it. I also caught his birthday. Yep. Chadwick's birthday on, on the license plate. There were so many sweet, beautiful Easter eggs in this film. But the acting oh. from the entire cast. Tell yeah. me... A weak actor in this movie. Who didn't knock it out the park? You can't. You can't. I'm like trying to think of one of them. Like, nope, he had a great support. He was like, oh, Martin Freeman. I was like, no, Martin Freeman had some great scenes where he's just like, I owe Shuri my life. Like, I'm going to help her out. Yes. Burrito Bowl cosplay makes a good point. I wonder if the wings grow back on the feet. Oh, yeah. Because they were clipped right off in that fight with Shuri. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. It was intense. I love that action sequence. But yeah, no, every every actor was just spot on. Angela Bassett needs a motherfucking award for that role. Oh, she she was to me the star of the film. 100%. Carried that. Carried that queenly weight on her back. And when she passes, the oh, notch, you're queen now. Ooh, chills. Chills, bro. Oh, he drowned her. In front of everyone, like in front of her daughter, and then just like, and she went out like a true hero, like oh, yeah. trying to save Riri. Yes, like, she wasn't even worried about herself. Such a motherly save, instinct. I gotta, I gotta save this child that they're after. Always for the future, always for the future. It, the, the whole film. When Lapita's just over him, over her, just saying "mother," like just. Oh man, that scene <clears throat> broke me because she just banished her. Yeah, but she can't unlove someone. Yeah, and the, the the deaths in this movie were intense, but the acting conveying the grief was great. A, yeah. it was so intense. That's what this so whole beautiful. Phase Four has been about. Honestly, is just yeah. like grief. Yes, in so many of these films. Yes, films and this one's just we have has handled Knight. it the best. We have Wandavision. We Loki. have Spider Man, Loki, um, even Love even She Hulk. Even She-Hulk, Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Doctor Strange. Like, it's all grief-ridden. Phase four is just trauma phase, bro. And then, of course, No Way Home. <laughs> yes, and, and still, probably one of my favorite lines actually comes from WandaVision about grief. And it, and it makes me water up every time I hear it. But when Vision tells her, what if what is grief if not love persevering? Oh, yeah. Which is so one of my true. favorite lines from uh, Namor in this one is like, mm-hmm. the most broken people make the best leaders. Yes. Yes. It's just like, whew. You almost need to be broken to be a great yeah. leader. Because then yeah. you know the weight of things. You know the consequence of things. You have perspective that other people don't have. If you've never suffered great loss, you're not afraid of it. Exactly. And you make rash decisions like nothing can go wrong. But if you've experienced those great losses, then you know that it can all flip on a dime. But not only is the acting in this film top-notch, the soundtrack, bro? Ludwig. That man is amazing. He's amazing. To me, he's the modern-day John Williams. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yes. 100%. 100%. The fact... That he, it's like he goes a John Williams though. and Hans Zimmer and Danny Elfman had like a crazy three-way. Like they they made they made Ludwig. Yes, they made Ludwig, and I love the lengths that he went to to get culturally fitting music. He wanted and needed a Mayan rapper. Like he wanted a oh, yeah. Mayan musician. Someone Every time you hear the Wakanda music language of of. Fuck, I'm drawing a blank. No, no, no auto. No auto. No auto. Yeah. Yes, he needed somebody to speak the language and rap in it. And sure enough, there was about 10 rappers in the Yucatan area that could actually do it. And they were like, 
all right, who can get on this song and do it, like really do it. And one it. person was like, I, I, I can. And they were like, all right, you're on a Black Panther soundtrack. Meet me here tomorrow. They got into a small studio. They recorded it. And that's the amazingness that you hear in the movie. Like, I think, I'm trying to remember the name of the song. It's like Kanga Brisa or something like that. Mm. The song that we hear when you go into Namor's Kingdom. And it is oh. just magical. Like, just so magical. Like, just imagine, like, the most beautiful marketplace you've ever seen. But it's all underwater so like yes. the limits of gravity are nowhere so there's like merchants above you and below you it's just absolutely breathtaking and then when he un- reveals the sun that he brought oh, to yeah. his people the light source out of vibranium dude yeah. it is it is awesome and you see the beauty of what he's protecting and he tells her now you see why i have to be so protective because i'm sorry the surface world is pretty shitty and ooh, oh yeah. oh my god that scene when they're in the kitchen and she's and he's like, what do you think America would do if we had vibranium? What do you think we would oh. do with that? And she's like, I dream about it. So Every cold. Day. So ugly and callous. Like that character was perfect. Like, oh, yeah. because that's how an individual in her role. Would I be. love the reveal that her and the agent were, were married. Yes. Before. It was just like, what? Yes. <laughs> I, I, that was so out of left field. I loved it. I loved it. It was so cool. Um, what do you think about Shuri's interaction with Killmonger? Ugh. Wasn't expecting to see him. Out of yeah. left field. Completely out of left field. But it worked. Super fitting. Super fitting. She was filled with rage. She didn't want to become the Black Panther to be the protector of Wakanda. That wasn't. She didn't it even was. want to go to the ancestral realm. Exactly. She didn't even believe in it. But she wanted revenge. She, that's what she wanted. She yep. wanted it to set things right by her, not by Wakanda, but by her. Yeah, just and like her cousin. Just like her cousin. And I loved, loved that Killmonger was the individual that she saw. And he said it. He's like, are you going to be, T'Challa was too noble. Everybody before him was too much of a coward and a hypocrite. I was the only one that got things done. And when she wakes and she's in complete denial, she's forced to face. And everyone, I love how everyone kept asking her, like, who did you who see? Who did you see? She just did not want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Did not completely refuse. Because again, if they would hold a mirror up to her every time. Yep. But the parallels were there. The parallels were there. Like, but and you can even draw parallels between Killmonger and Namor. Both were willing to kill. That's the beautiful thing about this film is like, you see these two kingdoms at war, but they have so much in common. Mm-hmm. And all of that's what we see in the end. It's just like, you know, we have more in common than we are different. Oh, yeah. And even with the herb. That's what I loved about that. The heart-shaped herb, like, literally was the exact, like, like a cousin or something of the same herb that um, Nemours' uh, ancestors. Yes, yes. yes. Made the Black Panther, made Nemours. So it's just like, it's just perfect. I loved it. I love, yeah, I loved all of the connections they had. I love Killmonger being in it. Surprising, but so satisfying. What's his name? The director. He never does a film without him. Oh, Ryan so, Coogler? Yeah, Coogler yeah. will never do a film without Ryan Coogler's Jordan. amazing, man. He's so, so good. They came up together. Oh, yeah. Like, Michael B. Jordan was in so many of his films that, yeah, Ryan definitely tries to He had to him sneak in him there. in there somehow, and it, and it worked. It fit. It fits so well. So thank you for that question. Burrito Bowl cosplay with the great questions. But yeah, soundtrack was phenomenal. Overall, though, what did you give this film? What's your rating, Trey? This is hard because, again, I feel like I say this every time when we when we rate Marvel movies. To mm-hmm. me, like the perfect Marvel movie is like Endgame. Yes. Like that's a 10 out of 10. Yes. So that being said, this is like a nine. That's a strong rating. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Strong rating. It's like I said before earlier, like it's it's the best film out of phase four. Yes. Yes. And they definitely ended on a strong note. And I have to agree with you wholeheartedly. Nine out of ten is my rating. It was everything I wanted and more. I can't give it a ten just because it's it's not Endgame. It's not on that scale. Yeah. It's it's even below Winter Soldier, just slightly. 
uh, as my second favorite MCU film of all time. But it's not ten because you made me cry too much. Like goddamn y'all. <laughs> it was a lot of tears, dude. Yeah. We didn't even touch on the part that T'Challa's back. Oh my god, young T'Challa. That part killed me. I'm, like, I'm already like, I'm watching this beautiful scene where Shuri's like finally accepting her grief and dealing yes. with it, doing what her mother wanted. Yes. And you know, she's with like, her brother's love of her love of his life, and like, oh. And here comes that, this little that, guy, little T'Challa, the cutest little boy ever. Just like, oh, it's like get to meet his auntie. And, and realizing that he got to meet his grandma, too. That killed me even more. It was just like, this is People were upset there wasn't an end, end credit scene, but I think it ended perfectly. That was oh, the yeah. scene. I didn't enough. need to cry anymore. I can't take anymore. My eyes was all empty. Then Rihanna's out there just singing her heart out. Oh. Just, out of nowhere, Riri. You've just been laying in the cut till now. Yeah, it was, it was intense. It was definitely a beautiful, beautiful film. Nine out of ten from both of us. So yeah, definitely go watch it if you haven't. Can't recommend it enough. Go see it twice. I've seen it twice, like, and I caught things. To get all the money you can yes, get. Yes, I caught it the second time. I caught things I didn't catch the first time around. Get all your family together, yes. like, and go see it. It is. Like, it is a the, great family. The movie. representation of that movie was beautiful. Yes. And I'm saying this as a colonizer. Yeah, as a colonizer. <laughs> a colonizer. You're, you're every bro. You're uh, you're 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 one of the good guys. Okay. You're, you're the. <laughs> You're, uh, I love that line. A colonizer in chains. I've seen everything. <laughs> I've <now>. seen everything. <laughs> <laughs> that that character is hilarious, and I love it. I, I can't wait to see my favorite colonizer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. They were all queens. Yes, uh, the ladies in this film, chefs kiss across the board. Every yeah. single one of them. The way that people can just seriously go from language to language to language in that movie was just so talented. Mind blowing. So it's like you're amazing. And and the physicality of Okoye in that yes. film. Fighting like Gosh. Supreme and we didn't even touch on the Midnight Angels. There's so much. Go watch yes. the film. Go watch the film. You're gonna love it. You won't regret it. Um but we go from Wakanda to an animated realm of Pokemon, where mm. there have been some milestones and some blunders. Pokemon. Pokemon. Monsters, <laughs> the pocket monsters. Uh, what's going on in the Pokemon space, my dude? Oh man, I think we should start. I guess kind of in a controversial note, the new Pokemon game, Scarlet and Sapphire, I believe are the names of them. Yeah, I could be wrong. But like in traditional '90s Game Boy, you know, they came out with two versions of the game, which means both games have different versions of Pokemon that you can catch and play with and interact with. Yes. Which is amazing to do, and it's like it's just a big old hit of nostalgia. I really want to play this game, but I'm hesitant to buy it because I'm hearing very mixed reviews. I think the diehard Pokemon fans love it, but then overall gaming fans in general, I'm hearing that the game has a lot of technical bugs still. And it and, sucks because Nintendo hasn't really ever had that issue. That's an Xbox right. issue. That's a Sony issue. That's a PC issue. Game Unfinished games don't generally come to Nintendo. So yeah. the fact that that's maybe the case is not a good look. Yeah, it's like I'm waiting to hear for some more friends that are diving into it this weekend and weekend, see what they think. But from the general, like you know, big page reviews, I'm hearing technical glitches here left and right that the game just doesn't run smoothly the way it's supposed to or it was intended. Yeah, it's lacking Pokemon. Yeah, it's lacking Pokemon in this huge open world because the minute I heard it was like 3D open world Pokemon space, like I'm in. Yeah, it sounds so, cool as fuck. Exactly, and it's like I I would love to do that. And like friend of ours, like was like, oh, I'll get this one, you get that one. And then of course we can trade different Pokemon from each versions of the game. It's like it's like we're kids again. Yes. So it's like who wouldn't want to do that? Who wouldn't want a little bit of nostalgia? But speaking of nostalgia, in the Pokemon universe, mm -hmm. our boy Ash Ketchum. Ash Ketchum. Ash. Oh my bad, I heard that all wrong. I was like, he's catching Ash Ketchum. Yeah. Oh, probably now. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because after 25 years of him on the quest to be the very yeah? best, he is the world champion. Woo! He did it, he's folks. Best in the world. It's about drive. It. It's about power. <laughs> with his boy Pikachu. Oh, is that is that the duo that that won it? Oh yeah. He went oh, with yeah. the, the horse that brought him to the race. 
Yes. That's beautiful. And I've seen clips of it. And it's, it's so emotional. It's like I'm crying over Pikachu and Ash. Just like, oh, my God, I did it. We're Pokemon Master Champions. Pika Pika. Uh, never mind that movie made us cry as children when Ash died. And yes. it got us oh, one of the I saddest know. scenes in cinema history. But he made it. But, but one gripe. It's amazing that our boy did it. But for 25 years, like, you couldn't have made him more of a man or something. <laughs> 25 years in our world. It's been a year in his. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only a year's gone by. You think that's bad. Bart Simpson's the same age. Yeah. Stewie Griffin, too. Like, Stewie, you've got no shortage <laughs> of characters that aren't ever aging, ever. So South Park cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the that's South Park kids are still... I will say, out of all the franchises, I loved. A lot of people didn't like it. I loved when the Rograts did Rograts all grown up. Yes. I was like, oh, Tommy's not a baby anymore. <laughs> they looked a little weird, but I, I was still on board. But yes. if you don't want to play video games, you can still watch things on the small screen. If you can't make it to the movies, we have a holiday break coming up. There's plenty of things to watch. Um, with the fam. Yeah, with the fam. You said there was a new Disney Plus series? Yes, the to get you into the holiday spirit. Oh. I will be waiting a few weeks to watch Trey's it. Trey's favorite time of year. Yeah, sure. Um, the Santa Claus is starring Tim Allen. Yes. The Santa Claus, Tim Allen, same cast, coming back in series form, not in a film. Yes, and my favorite elf of all time, Bernard, is back. Yes. And she's just like, yes, uh, let's go. <laughs> you wanted nostalgia? Disney's got you covered. Um, yes. But that's not the only holiday film. Lindsay Lohan has a Christmas film on Netflix that I actually got the opportunity to watch, and I love it. I am a huge fan of cheesy, cheesy Christmas movies, Christmas rom-coms, Hallmark Christmas movies. I am a glutton for all of it. So, yeah, her her new her latest Netflix uh, film is a great Christmas movie. She plays a character who gets amnesia, a rich socialite influencer type who ends up getting amnesia and kind of stays with a family in this little lodge. And there's a whole love story from there. It's it's. A, it's a nice film. It's a nice Christmas movie. It's what you expect from a Christmas movie. And I can't recommend it enough. It is so nice. And I finally started Cabinet of Curiosities, too, which Guillermo, Guillermo. There's one Guillermo project that I'm waiting for. And it's the stop motion fairy tale Pinocchio. I watch anything he makes because these yes. little shorts He's... are insane. He's a great Him? director. And um, I'm drawing a blank on the director, Jordan Peele. Him and Jordan Peele, yes. right there, with telling the creepiest, creepiest story. Oh, yeah. They, they can do horror so oh, well. they do the genre so right. So if you want to watch Christmas stuff, those are a couple. If you don't want to watch Christmas if you stuff, don't, and you don't want to watch something scary, no. the sequel to the Disney classic Enchanted, Disenchanted, came out today oh. and is out on Disney+. Plus. So if you want to see some Amy Adams... But from what I can tell, it looks like it's taken a dark turn in it. So maybe it might be a little scary. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. What about Andor? Is that finished? Is that wrapping up? Their finale is coming this week on Wednesday. Ooh. Right before Turkey Day. Right before Turkey Day. So if you haven't watched it, you can get on it and binge that. Binge it. Now, the number one streaming show in the world returned on Sunday. Yellowstone came back with a two-hour bang of a premiere and I was eating it all up. I loved it. <laughs> and I and I got into the series just last year when some friends kept posting about it. I was like, all right, let's see what it's about. I love Kevin Costner. Let's give it a shot. All three seasons in like two weeks. I was hooked. Did you watch it? Be honest with me. Did you get into that show because it's Superman's dad? No, I got into that show because it's, <laughs> because it's Robin of Loxley. That's how I got introduced to Kevin Costner. That's how old I am. That's the Prince of Thieves right there. Not Waterworld? No, not Waterworld. Dances with <laughs> Wolves, Postman. Like, I go back with my Kevin Costner. It was just cherry on top that he was Superman's dad. But I love Yellowstone. I love Yellowstone. I love this season. Oh, man. Beth. 
This just oh, all the all the freaking every character in that show is great. The writing is still amazing. I'm on the edge of my seat. I've only seen the first season of that show and it was good. I just keep forgetting to hop back if on you that wag. The first season's good, bro. The next oh, I've heard three, nothing but good things. It only gets better. I don't know how the fuck they keep doing it. They're gonna run out of writing eventually, but it hasn't they jumped the shark yet. Shows too. What was it? 1812 or whatever. 1883 was an amazing spinoff show. I watched. Another couple of the new one. I think 1923. I'm gonna watch that with Harrison with Ford. Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Yes, Helen Mirren. And Harrison Ooh. Ford. Yes, the Dutton family goes back long, man. Start with 1883. Okay. You can work your way up. It's an amazing series. I cannot get enough of it. It's now a Yellowstone universe. 100%. It's a Yellowstone universe now. That is what they've established. They have spinoff shows. And they're, I think they're doing a 4Ds ranch spinoff of Yellowstone, which is a real ranch oh, wow. in Texas. So, Yeah. I, the four sixes. I'm sorry, not four D's. Four six ranch in North Texas. Yes, it it's it's so good. I I, I don't normally I wouldn't be into shows like Yellowstone. No, I'm lying. I love westerns. So modern western, so good. Can't say enough good things about Yellowstone. But yeah, that's that's kind of the show because that's all the streaming stuff we really have. No, we got more. Do we want to talk about? There's been some teases going oh. on from a certain director lately. That it's just like quit playing with our emotions, man. Like just come out and say it. <laughs> James Gunn first is you, first. You tease Lobo, and now you're teasing Fairplay. After after being announced as CEO, he's just like teasing everything. Oh, my brother says the Mighty Ducks on Disney Plus that also came back. So there's That's another show. Yeah. But yeah, James Gunn is just teasing. It's like he loves the fact that he's CEO and he can kind of play with it and test. He can also test interest. By doing that, if he teases images and the people get a big swell and response like Lobo did, then you could go back to the studio and say, "Hey, there's there's an audience for this." Oh yeah. So he knows what he's doing. I trust James Gunn, great director. I mean, he made Peacemaker work. So he's like, "Do you do you really want to taste it?" <laughs> I hope I hope the movies are nothing like it, but <laughs> but because it works for that, it works for that. Yeah. Like if every movie was a Deadpool film, I don't think I would like the Marvels. Right universe either it 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 works where it works so um but also not the only sneak peek john wick 4 the trailer for john wick 4 was nice donnie yen the man yes that fight scene is gonna be so epic it looks like he's blind in this This second time he's playing a blind martial artist yes and they're they're like like, gunfighting turns into sword play and i'm here for it man I'm here. I'm here for all the John Wick films. But yeah, that's that's the week in in news, guys. I think we yep. we we talked about everything. We talked at nauseum about Black Panther. Go see it for yourself. Oh, yeah. Don't take our word for it. But if you do want to take it, nine out of ten from me and Trey. That's what we say. Um Bring your tissues. Bring your tissues for sure. But thank you everybody for watching. Thank you, Burrito Bowl Class Play and all the people commenting questions. Thank you to my baby brother. Always for fucking with us during the show. (laughs) Like only he can. But yeah, that's it, guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We are out this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. End end the live. End end the stream.